0: The most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to L.A. Talk Radio. Your real talk station with 24 hours of commercial-free programming.
1: The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Go to SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link to to support The Green Room today. And now, live from Finisher's Pub in Hellertown, Pennsylvania, the host of the program,
2: Sean Green. All right, everyone. Welcome to The Green Room. We're doing it live at Finisher's Pub here in beautiful Hellertown, Pennsylvania. Feel free to give us a call at any moment in the program on the LegalZoom self-help hotline. That number, of course, is 323 815 I'm here on location in Hellertown, like I said, Finisher's Pub, uh, better known on the street as, as Zach's Kitchen. I'd like to welcome on to the program guest co-host for the evening, along with my uh, left-hand man, Logan Lysico. I'd like to welcome on Zach Masilany. Zach, thanks for being here.
3: Yeah, Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for uh, doing the show from my kitchen. Yeah, anytime.
2: Uh you know, you got a you got a great you got a great kitchen just uh, had it redone not too long ago. Got a couple laptops set out, we've been sipping some gin and tonics. Perfect you know, log-ish. enjoying the, enjoying the holiday season, Logan. I uh I didn't get to spend the holidays with you. How was your holiday season? Any, it was great. How was Christmas.
1: It was great. A lot of awkward moments with the fam.
2: Really? <laughs> what kind of uh, awkward moments?
1: Well, uh I was in the car with my parents and you know, I don't know, they gossip a lot about... Family members gossip about each other. I mean, it's just something that people do. And uh, Sure. <laughs> they were complaining about my brother being overweight, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it sucks. I mean, underneath all that fatness, there's a handsome dude under there. <laughs> and, like, they all <laughs> laughed, and, you know, that's fine. You know, I thought that was just a little comment I made, but then uh, later, when my brother <laughs> was with his girlfriend, my mom, <laughs> my mom was like... You should really lose weight, Luke. You're a handsome boy. Logan, tell him what you said earlier. And I was just like, (laughs) I'm not going to tell him that in front of his girlfriend. And then she was like, just say it. I was like, well, uh, I just said, uh, you know, under all that pudginess is a handsome guy. (laughs) And they were like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, well, I said fatness, but.
3: (laughs) How much does he weigh?
1: Oh, I don't know, like 250 probably. He's actually (laughs) lost some weight.
2: Oh well, congratulations. Well,
1: yeah, now, yeah, I'm you, happy for him. I, he's actually doing pretty good.
2: <laughs> so, they were, they <laughs> so, but your brother, he didn't, he didn't really get that upset. He just found it weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I played it off as best I could. But my mom really put me on the spot with that. She was just like, "Tell him what you said in the car. It was so, it was so great." And I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's not really a compliment that I should be saying in front of his girlfriend."
3: Yeah, thanks, mom.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, just so you know, um, girl who's dating my brother, there's a handsome boy underneath all that fatness. <laughs> that's, that's not like you call him handsome boy. I mean, how old is he? He's a grown
3: man, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It was really weird. It's just, right. you know, just weirdness. How about right. you? How was your How was your vacation?
3: Oh, I've been
2: having a uh, having a pretty good uh, vacation. Had a uh, great Christmas. Can't complain, you know. Presents. Good times, uh, lots of drinking, lots of eating, obviously. Uh, I do remember, well, there's a couple of moments. I do remember my dad. My dad's hilarious when he gives presents to my mom because he prefaces every present he gives to my mom with, oh, here you go. Here's something else you won't like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, okay, this is already something else you're not going to like. Yeah. I think my dad, my dad told us this story of, uh, well, first off, like I remember as a kid he always used to tell me, whatever you do, Don't get women jewelry or clothing. They'll just hate it and want to return it. It'll be a big disaster. You'll never hear the end of it. But really, I don't know if it applies to all women. It's probably just my dad. Yeah, it doesn't sound
1: true. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right. I mean I think a lot of women like jewelry, but yeah, I guess maybe my dad realized instinctively, like, oh I'm a green, my son's a green, he won't have any sort of good taste when it comes to picking out women's clothing or jewelry. I'm doing him a favor by telling him never get something right. for a woman. <laughs> and it is and unless you're married to a girl or something and you know their exact size, there's a lot of there's a lot of risk out there in getting the wrong size.
3: Right. You should have you should have had your sister help, man.
2: Yeah, that's always uh yeah, I guess that's yeah, a I guess call. the sister's a good you know, move she she knows the uh, sizes or whatever because, you know, you're never going to ask your mom like, oh, hey, mom, how's the waistline looking? <laughs> you know, like, you're going to get your mom a pair of jeans or something? Like, no, yeah, I mean, it is, it is. There's some sound advice to it.
1: So what did Papa Green get her this year?
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know. Uh, you're putting me on the spot here, Logan. <laughs> oh, you don't,
0: I don't remember? remember. Lo-
2: lots of other stuff she won't
0: like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, I've been uh, hanging out with my, my family a lot and, and with my buddy Zach. We, um, well, first off, Sunday <laughs> came around, Sunday, the day after Christmas. I mean, I was excited for Christmas, but more so. But, yes, I was excited for Sunday night, football, Philadelphia, inclement weather. Oh, my God, this is my dream come true. You mean I'm going to get to drive down in a blizzard and drink for eight hours in a parking lot and then get to watch the Eagles play football? My, give it. I mean, yeah, sure, it was awesome Christ was born 2010 years ago, but this <laughs> was really the highlight of my holiday season. I was all jazzed up, woke up the day after Christmas as if it was the day of Christmas. Zach and I have been texting each other and just hyping each other up, calling each other, just yelling tailgate for
3: this is months <laughs> leading up to it, right, Wait, Zach? Yeah, playing NFL music, just randomly <laughs> playing, like, I downloaded, uh all the uh, NFL songs off the internet, like the NFL primetime, NFL on CBS. Zach has, yeah, Zach, <laughs> Zach goes on and gets all the
2: NFL songs. Basically, I, I can't anticipate an event more of my life. Not,
3: not gonna, not gonna oversell, it, but I was very pumped up for this game. Yeah, old man Green's making uh, sausage. He's got these ribs ready to go. I'm taking pictures of it. My We're dad
2: was stuff. the entire weekend just explaining to me different marinades. He's gonna throw on the ribs. <laughs> we had the whole day planned out. Wake up. Oh, hey, it's, uh, it's getting chilly out there, so I put on like nine layers, five, you know, all these pants, socks, gloves, everything, hat. I'm just jacked up. Go pile all this stuff into Zach's car, we're driving down on the turnpike and then we turn on the sports talk radio to get pregame and you're hearing the stock of yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're they're talking about maybe a canceling this game. <laughs> hey, they're talking about, and I'm just I'm yelling at the radio like, you gotta be crazy! This is a National Football League. This is America's sport. This is why this is where boys become men. This is why you have football to <laughs> so to filter out all the softies and wusses in America. Logan. So you gave
1: a long-winded speech to the radio.
2: <laughs> I, I might have done that. <laughs> I've been known to shake my fist at the radio before. I was implying that this is this is America's game. This is what made us great. This is what helped us beat the Nazis, the National Football League. And we're not going to let it succumb to the, the potential of a blizzard. First off, we were driving down there. Yeah, sure, we're leaving at 1230 for an 830 game. But we were driving down there, and there was no snow on the ground yet. No snow had even come across and then, oh, my God, Sarkin Tech, oh, so they might cancel the game. I was like, oh, that's just – they're just – I know talk radio. I was yeah. trying to get the talk radio like, oh, you know, they're just trying to sensationalize it. <laughs> and, uh, no, nope, then we get the word. The game was canceled because of the potential of a blizzard.
3: Yeah, I blame Hurricane Schwartz, local sports <laughs> ca- or, uh, local uh, weatherman. Hurricane Schwartz was calling for 10 to, to 12 inches the night before. You know. <laughs> well, they, it, you know, these,
2: these uh, local – douchebag weather guys, Hurricane Schwartz. He's like 5'6 in heels, wears like a giant bow tie. <laughs> he's got mail pattern baldness. In he heels. just goes up there and schlubs his schlubby ass around the, uh, you know, he's getting paid 300 grand to just guess at the weather. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, get I'm going to pull him down 300K a year. Oh, it's about 20 inches. The guy's in TV. He wants rating What does he benefit you by giving you sound weather advice? Nothing. They have Doppler <laughs> maps out there. They have Doppler radar. But you know what? Hurricane Schwartz, he's all show. He's not, he's not meteorology.
3: Uh, he, he's been nipping on um, nor'easter since I'm like 10. I'm every right. day. He's calling for 16 to 20 inches. We're not going to school. We're staying up all night. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, we wake up in the morning, and it's like 50 degrees. I'm like, Hurricane
2: Schwartz. You know, Hurricane I'm Schwartz has no screwed me over so many times. So many times. i Oh, my God. Hurricane Schwartz is calling for six. Six inches plus freezing rain. There's no way they'll get the buses out in time. I'm gonna stay up till three AM playing uh playing John Madden on Sega Genesis. Meanwhile the the alarm clock goes around, Hurricane Schwartz is wrong once again.
3: And here is where he was wrong once again. Yeah, I think the only reason evil boss does he probably owes some bookie money or something like that. Yep. He called for those inches, Yep, the game back, yeah. Yeah. Zach and I Zach and I had a lot of conspiracy theories Hello. going. Possibly
2: Hurricane Schwartz. He possibly had uh, Michael Vick or Adrian Peterson in one of his uh, big money fantasy leagues down at the local uh, news station. You don't know what Hurricane Schwartz. I, basically, Hurricane Schwartz has motivation. Obviously, a crime was committed. We're, we're going to get to the bottom of this. To, to all the listeners out there, I don't know if anyone really cares, but I'm personally going to get to the bottom of this. And I'm not the only one fired up, Logan. <laughs> I don't know if uh, – I think you have the clip there. Governor Ed Rendell also decided to weigh in on this controversy. And Ed Rendell, like myself, a real American, he saw he saw the light behind the NFL's decision and, and saw, saw, saw the bigger picture. If you could play that clip. Absolutely. Okay. We
4: don't have that pioneer spirit. We don't have that sense of adventure. We don't have the boldness and the courage we used to have. And what happened here Sunday night was emblematic of that. You don't, it, you know, Tom Hanks said no crying in baseball. We don't cancel <laughs> football games for bad weather. And as far as the fans go and their safety, explain the risks. Let's have personnel ready to smooth their way. But let us, the fans, make the choice about whether we want to brave the elements and take the risk. We used to be a a nation of risk takers. That's how we were born. A bunch of farmers and shopkeepers took the risk of fighting the strongest army in the world. And that's how (laughs) America came to be. And we're losing that. What? (laughs) I (laughs) do
2: like. Basically, he's just a Diary Eagles fan who became governor, and I, I love this guy, simply <laughs> for this reason. First off, it, now, how awesome is this as a politician? Like, He's just giving his honest opinion. People are kind of blown away by this, but this is, just, this is how real people have an opinion. Like, this is just an old guy griping about how everyone's a pussy these days, and it's, and it's <laughs> entertaining, it's a real honest opinion, and it's why he's not in office anymore and why s- someone else got
3: elected. Yeah, I thought, like, wow, oh, they're canceling the game. You know what? We would have been there I know what the problem is. They didn't want people in Philadelphia drinking for twelve hour, you know, eight to ten hours straight, and then trying to go to the game, drink more, and then have to drive home afterwards. They were afraid of that. But, I but just- Zach, you know what? You know what? I'd, I'd like to I'd like to quote Governor
2: Ed Rendells. We used to be a bunch of shopkeepers and farmers willing to take risks. <laughs> those shopkeepers and farmers that created the constitution, those guys, you know, you uh you know, referred to as the Founding Fathers. If yeah, Thomas
1: Jefferson, knew, the famous shopkeeper, yeah.
2: <laughs> if he knew that people were going to be canceling national football games because of the potential of a few inches of snow, he would be disgusted. All right, they, they, There's blood on this country, okay? We killed the Englishmen. We threw their tea in the ocean. We kicked them out of this country. We said, we're going to rule ourselves. And that this is going to be in a free country. This is why we're going to call it America. We're going to rule ourselves. We're going to allow adults we're going to allow citizens to make their own decisions and governor rodell i couldn't agree more yes it is my i'm a grown man and yes maybe it's not a great decision to drive down into a blizzard and tailgate for eight hours but that's my decision okay yeah just let let the people do what they want <laughs> right it's not you know we're not we're not carrying torches around running witches out of uh, the middle of the of town and, and burning them or it's it's guys hanging out but the thing we're going to burn is some firewood
3: in a parking lot and watch The Eagle. Yeah, I feel like me, you, and your dad, we all feel the same way. They, uh, What is it, Roger B. Bell He should be charged with treason against <laughs> yes, like exactly. the United States of America. That was a crime. Right. I couldn't agree more, Zach. I know,
2: I know that sounds like a bit of an exaggeration, hey, charging him for treason, but that's really what he did. And he, these Tea Partiers, they want to defend our constitutional rights. Where was Sarah Palin? Where are these tea Party people who advocate, oh, hey, we're, we're strict interpretators of the Constitution. Well, strict interpretation of the Constitution would say, you line up and you play that goddamn game Sunday night. Am I wrong with that?
1: <laughs> oh, where'd Zach go?
2: Oh, Zach, he's a little off mic. Oh, I'm sorry. I, gotta, Again, I was a little crazy about this game. Right. Logan, not everyone has the amazing mic technique that you have. <laughs> right, um,
1: <all> right. <laughs> Of just being near the mic when I talk?
2: Right, exactly. That's a pretty hey. nice technique. But, Logan, it's talent. It's gift. You you work <laughs> hard at it, okay? But, yeah, we were all totally disappointed. And then we go down Tuesday. And Tuesday, don't get me wrong, was still a great time. But it, it's Tuesday night. Didn't quite have the same ring to it. Adrian Peterson got a couple of extra days to rest his bummed up leg. Bada bing, bada boom. Yep. They beat the Eagles. So we have to move on from that and, you know, realize, hey, the Eagles, they'll have their time in the playoffs. But, um, you know, some people aren't, you know, Zach and I, we're, we're sports fans. We see something, okay, hey, we move on from week to week. Hey, the Bills, they're 5-10, right, Zach? You move on. You can't sit there and absorb a loss. When something bad happens, you can't just sit there and focus on it. We believe in that, hey, if, uh, you know, you're bad the next week, or let's say you did something bad. Years ago, you did something really horrific, possibly to some animals. And then now it's time to move on. But other people in the media, particularly Tucker Carlson. Now, first off, part of me doesn't even want to waste my time, but I feel like it's it's gotten out there so much in the media. I I feel obligated uh, to weigh in on this point. Logan, if you could please um, cue up the clip of Tucker Carlson weighing in on the Michael Vick scandal. First off, this is... You know, uh, literally oh, two okay. years from when the guy got released out of prison, and he's decided to weigh and Coincidentally, Tucker Carlson has kind of been out of work. And as a guy who doesn't have a job in TV, yeah, I get it. You want to do something sensational to, to draw in ratings, but I can't even imagine someone actually has this opinion. Logan. Welcome back to the Great American Panel. We're glad you're watching. All right. President Obama... It has been confirmed by the White House, called the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: (laughs) Oh, I heard about that. And during
2: the course of their conversation, thanked him for giving Michael Vick a second chance. Now, I'm a Christian. I've made mistakes myself. I believe fervently in second chances. But Michael Vick killed dogs. And he did (laughs) in a heartless and cruel way.
4: And I think, personally, he should have been executed for that. He wasn't. But the idea (laughs) that the president of the United States would be getting behind someone who murdered dogs. Did he just say that?
1: I can't. I'm. I can't even believe that.
2: <laughs> I agree, Logan. I, I can't agree. even.
1: That doesn't even seem like a conservative point of view. That's like really weird. C- executed.
2: Dude, it's okay. It's obvious. The guy is obviously. He's. He's not. Um. He's not giving a real opinion. You know. It, it, okay. I get it. You want to be entertaining. He just, you he want just
1: to- wants to go against whatever Obama says. Is that what it is?
2: I don't even think that's that, Logan. I, I think he realizes that, oh, my God, I'm Tucker Carlson. I'm completely irrelevant. The only way I'm going to get on the YouTube, <laughs> the only way I'm going to get on the Twitter is if I say something just within the realm of possibly believable, but that is so outrageous that it will get, get everyone fired up. And, yeah, I, I'm kind of sucking into it, but I, I just want to expose this man for the fraud that he is. I'm not. I'm not actually going to debate this as a legitimate opinion. Yeah, okay, it's, it's You, fair. the only people that should be executed in this country are people who are guilty of premeditated murder with DNA evidence. Okay, that's the only people that should be executed.
3: And people who play for the Dallas Cowboys.
2: <laughs> right, and Tony Romo, <laughs> possibly Wade Phillips, although he got fired, but still.
3: <laughs> oh, All right. Don't execute
1: me.
2: <laughs> that's Logan's Wade Phillips. He's, he does kind of have a droopy dog. <laughs>
1: no, that we to lost that. again.
2: One more Wade Phillips' droopy dog. (laughs) Come on, look, give me one more Wade Phillips' droopy dog.
1: No, don't fire me. I can try harder. Oh, that was lame.
2: (laughs) No, but that's what's great about about impressions. If they're good, hey, they're good. That's a great impression. If they're bad, they're still kind of funny because people at least you know, you at least got enough of it that, oh, hey, it's funny that you're kind of cluing into that, but it's also funny that it's not really an accurate impression. So you yeah. kind of win-win.
3: It's kind of like my dad trying to do Scarface. I mean, not, <laughs> he can't do it, but we all kind of chuckle at him. Right. You chuckle
2: at Hey, it's a dad trying to do Scarface. It's your dad who is into computer programming, trying to act like he's a uh, coke lord in the 1980s. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, ending up on Tucker Carlson, this is, this is insane. I mean, to say that someone should be executed for killing an animal, I, I've I've eaten so many dead animals, I don't, okay, so what, I, I'm a cannibal then? I mean, that's that's kind of the logic you're laying down. Okay, if I squash a bug, should I be executed? Well, then who decides, oh, okay, a dog is worth execution, then what is uh, squashing a mosquito?
3: Third degree assault? Yeah. Well, or that skank that Roethlisberger raped in a bathroom stall?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's okay. <laughs>
3: When Tucker
1: Carlson's dog dies, does he have like a proper funeral with like a casket?
0: Oh God, he
2: must. He might Oh dude, uh, Logan, are you kidding me? That that, uh. that dog didn't die. That dog passed away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh wait, speaking of uh, speaking of animal funerals, real quick. This is pretty hilarious. Uh, Ryan, who's been on the show, he, he got hypnotized. He's the he's the guy, the ex uh, NFL expert that we have on. He's the bookie that we have on on the show. Look up Ryan uh, Hypnotized, actually, guys. That's that's a really uh, entertaining episode to look up. He actually gets hypnotized, and he thinks he's a Civil War soldier. But anyway, he's uh, living with his girlfriend, just moved in with his girlfriend. (laughs) And she's had this parrot. She's had this parrot for 16 years, and the parrot died. And, of course, she's devastated. Okay. That's, you know, whatever.
1: Okay. Coincidence? (laughs) He just moved in there, and he really hated that parrot. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe – well, I mean – Okay, I'm sympathizing with the bird owner, but let's be honest. A bird is the worst pet of all time. It just sits there, and all it would do is squawk and smell yeah. like crap. It does nothing. Logan, we had a babysit it at our house, yeah. and it would sit there and squawk and smell like crap, and then we just put the towel over it and hope that it would go to sleep. Just it's like hole.
1: this animal that just looks you in the eye with this dead look in its face and screams at you.
3: Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's completely pointless. Just slip some cyanide into the pellet and it'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. all right. <laughs>
0: Next
2: thing you know, you got a dead parrot. Well, as far as we know, the parrot died of natural causes, but the parrot hasn't been disposed of. This was month as, months ago. I'm
0: just um, picturing
1: guess... the scene of Dumb and Dumber when they're like, how did Petey die? His head fell off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our pet's just picturing... are falling off.
2: Okay, I'm just picturing so Lindsay
1: any... doing that. Okay. All right, go ahead, so... sir.
2: Yeah, for those of you following at home, um, Ryan, his girlfriend, Lindsay, as, as Logan said, they're living together. Her parrot died, 16 years old, and I guess she's so broken up about it that she refuses to bury the parrot. So instead, she has Ew. put the parrot in a Ziploc bag and storing the dead parrot in their freezer for two months in <laughs> <laughs> the hopes that she will eventually have it cremated. And I looked her dead in the eye. I was like, Lindsay, whatever that parrot cremation place is. It's charging you. I'll charge you half, and I'll give I'll give PD the parent an honest cremation. <laughs> Still waiting to hear back. Still uh, waiting to hear back.
3: You guys need to just take that back out to the comedy garage, <laughs> the hook, uh, and light the thing, <laughs> throw the that
2: mirror. in instead throw, of uh, Throw it in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> all
0: right.
3: but, I mean,
2: hey, the playoffs are coming up. I'm sure there's some edible meat in there. Yeah, you marinate that parrot correctly, throw it in a nice yeah. aluminum tray, yeah. get it nice and gamey. Throw some bacon around it and you're alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it's a it's a pet. I, I I think it just speaks larger to the idea that animals are below humans. Um it, it doesn't get that it doesn't get any simpler for me. I, I, I like animals. I love I love my animal. You know, I have, a, I have a pet dog at at uh, at home in Pennsylvania here. Name's Eminem. Love the dog. It's good. It's a good dog. Um, I it was funny. I named her Eminem. That was in um, let's see. I I was in high school and it was when Eminem the rapper was blowing up. And I, you know, everyone, hey, it's a family dog. Everyone, in the family pitching names. I was like, hey, Eminem. And then my mom assumed it was like Eminem the candy, and she's like, oh yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> That's so cute, Eminem. So the that's how we came up with our dog named M and M. Well, Logan, uh, let's see here. We got, uh, you know, I think this would be a, a perfect time. We got we got Zach here. Zach is a, um, you know, I I would describe Zach as a man about town. He really he really has his finger on the pulse of, of what's going on in the Lehigh Valley. That's where I'm from, Bethlehem.
3: Yeah, I keep I try to keep my ear to the streets.
2: Low, he, he's really dialed in, and uh, we've developed a little segment here. I like to call Townie Chalk, and it's where uh, Zach gives us a little a little idea of what, what's going on in the Lehigh Valley. Logan, see if you can play the uh, Griffin that, uh, MP3 there. Cue that in there. If it's not too loud, it might be too loud. Uh, I just
1: loud. see something that says Townie, is that?
2: Oh, yeah. Sorry, Townie. <laughs> yeah, load Townie. My my apologies. Okay, here's uh, Townie. County Talk with Zach. And and look, if it gets too loud, we can cut the... Go
1: ahead. <laughs> Just playing. <No>. Go ahead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's from Monroe County, and uh, it says a Mon- Monroe County man caught wearing a fake penis and bladder to a court-ordered drug test once a judge to reconsider the state prison sentence he received.
0: <laughs> wow. So, all right.
3: All right. It's pretty bad.
2: All right. So, Zach, break down what happened. The guy is wearing a Wizenator because um, for those of you guys, I guess I guess a lot of people don't know if they've never been on parole and are listening to the show. The Wizinator is a device. It's a fake penis. And what you can do is you can store fake urine in it. It's a prosthetic penis. And then when you go to take your court-mandated drug test and the parole officer, he's going to make sure that you do it. And then you're not bringing in some random bag of urine. You can feed it through this fake penis into the testing device, and uh, you know to use fake urine.
3: Yeah, and um, actually, one of the one of the guys for the Minnesota Vikings actually actually did that he right tried that to try to beat one of the um NFL drug tests. But um, all right. So it says here, Raymond C. Harley says he was denied an effective lawyer. He <laughs> claims he only strapped the whizinator. To his leg, and the only reason he did it is because his probation officers made fun of the size of his real penis. (laughs) So
2: he's claiming that instead of needing the wizardator uh, to feed in fake urine to pass a drug test, he was just using the wizardator so that he wouldn't have his penis made fun of by the other parole officers. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I guess while they were trying to you know, watch them take the drug test, they were staring at them and making comments. I only could imagine <laughs> what the comments would be. Well,
0: we are we're talking about
2: this. Like, it, it is – I mean, it's insanely bizarre. And um, your wife, Danielle, when we were talking about this earlier, brought up a great point of, okay, what if this did go to court? And what if they had to decide – what if they had a jury? And, okay, who decides whether this guy's penis is small or not? Like, would they actually have to sit down and go – yeah, you know what? That is pretty small. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, if I, if I was a parole officer, I could see someone making fun of that. Like, what? would the court actually decide on this?
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: it also says uh, he rejected the claims that the urine in the Wizzenator, or the judge re- rejected the claims that the urine in the Wizzenator was his, and he only used the device only because the probation <laughs> officer said his penis was abnormally small.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Like, I mean,.
3: What a that, parole insult- officer?
2: <laughs> that is a weird way to go about insulting someone. Hey, you, sir, your
3: penis is abnormally small. <laughs> yeah, it, it My word. Of movie. That movie with like Seth Rogan, like those cops, like yeah. they're just that poor. They have nothing to do. They're like, ah, another nonsense. Like let's, uh, let's make this guy's life miserable. <laughs> you know, he's already 28 years old. He's getting sentenced to two years for uh, what do they say, armed robbery? And now, on top of it, they're going to tell him the stick is small.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i
2: just like the sensitive criminal. All right. I've just decided, hey, you guys have made fun of me long enough. (laughs) And then wouldn't – okay. Now, this is what I don't understand. Let's say if the guy – okay, we'll play devil's advocate. The guy was actually using it to show the cops that he had a normal-sized penis. Well, if these same cops that were making fun of him before, aren't they going to immediately notice? I mean, that's probably what happened. Maybe this is true because – Okay, that makes sense. He had a small penis the entire time, and then he whips out the whizinator. They realize, oh, the, the guy's penis didn't just grow four inches overnight. Yeah. They are making fun of it the entire time. Now this giant black dick comes <laughs> out, and they're like, oh, wait. Why does your that? dick have a seam now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I
3: was just about to use the black line, but you already <laughs> snuck that from me. Hey.
2: Uh. Oh, whatever. You know, it's uh, it was out there. Someone had to go for it, Zach. Someone, it was an easy line.
3: Um, Let's see what else it says here. It also says his lawyer argued it was very emasculating for his client to be told his penis was small and even compared his client to a breast cancer survivor who wears a prosthetic breast. (laughs) (laughs) He compares it to a breast cancer survivor in the sense that,
2: oh, okay, hey, you have breast cancer and, Oh, okay. They have to take the breast off. Obviously, you're gonna get a breast implant. This man suffers from having small genitalia. What? He's not. He's not. He's not obligated to go out and get a, a fake penis. What? He's just supposed to lay around getting mocked by these parole officers. Uh, he,
1: he doesn't realize it's not the size of the boat; it's the motion in the ocean that matters.
2: <laughs> that would be funny if he was explaining that to the police officer. <laughs> hey guys, it's not the. Uh,
1: the size. I could see – if his lawyer was Johnny Cochran, I could see him
3: saying something like that.
1: You it's go not along. the size of the boat. It's the motion in the ocean.
3: Really needs to go along with Extends. Yeah, or, or the Extends energy drink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> good, old, good old Extends, of course, is endorsed by Jimmy Johnson. And uh, I'd like to bring up this story. Speaking of uh, NFL football coaches and weird sexual behavior – This was a a story broken by Deadspin.com. And I I don't know even how to set this up, but other than Rex Ryan, apparently is in defeat. Apparently he's uh, very into uh, foot fetish. Um, Videos have surfaced of him and his wife in these foot videos. There's numerous videos out there. This uh, audio that it queued up, they even have like a little scene set up She's in an SUV parked to the side of the road. He comes up, her feet are hanging out of the window. He comes up but playing like a cop or something, but a video camera.
0: It's really
1: weird, but you can definitely recognize Rex Ryan's voice.
2: It really sounds like Rex Ryan. I hopefully the uh the woman's audio comes through okay. I'm going to let it roll all the way through, but he's he's like, "Hey, what's going Hey, you had car trouble? Oh, no, you're just hanging out here with these sweet, pretty feet of yours? <laughs> so I'll, I'll let Rex do the acting, and um, if if any of the audio cuts out, I'll we'll, uh, recap it after it's over. So, Logan, we got uh, Rex Ryan queued up here, and this is Rex Ryan. Enjoying feet. And if I uh, touch them? Very good <laughs> yes, you do.
0: I can touch them. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> wow, they're like
3: really soft. <laughs>
0: like really soft. You know, some people say I have
3: the best. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I um, like to
0: take good care of him. I
1: like
0: to pretty shoes, show off my toes, mm-hmm. my small <laughs> ankles, and my tiny feet. Since I uh, keep the pedicure on, a very good. It's They look good. I like to show them all. Yeah. People like look at them, okay? Um, uh, is it
2: okay to
1: touch them again? <laughs> <laughs> Can I uh, smell them? Sure, most
0: men like to. Oh, it's so weird. They <laughs> 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 Most men like to do a lot of things with those feet.
2: <laughs> What's up, Rick Strine? Don't yeah. speak for most men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called fetish for a reason. It's a bizarre sexual practice. Hey,
1: I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, this. Sean, you're cutting out a little bit. Let me see if I can fix this. Logan, you there? Yeah, I can hear you better now.
2: Okay. All right. Sorry. What I was getting at was, I I almost feel bad for Rex Ryan. You know, in a sense. Okay. Hey, this is between him and his wife and whatever they're into. God bless him. You don't really want this to come out they posted uh, it on youtube yeah i don't know if i don't know if they necessarily put it on youtube but they it sounds like they were at least putting it up on these foot fetish videos and that's how someone came across it
3: yeah i was i was actually reading about it um it said that they were posted on some foot fetish websites like pay sites so you had to pay to get on them and they were also on some beating and whipping and like tying up sites (laughs) So, I mean, I can't imagine Rex <laughs> Ryan
0: being oh, high man. up
3: and whipped and, or just kicking <laughs> oh, the ass weird. by her feet or something. I don't know. That is it, – it, now, I just
2: – this is so funny because, you know, the Hard Knocks was the HBO show where they kind of took you behind the scenes of the whole Jets world. Oh, man, if only they had – it took it a little farther and we saw the making of these foot videos. <laughs> and part of me – he be, loves
1: I, ripping on his team, you know? They love ripping on each other. I can only imagine after this came
0: out.
2: Oh, yeah. They, uh, you feel like they got to do some sort of prank. Or if you're a player and you're getting your ankle taped and, and Rex Ryan walks over and goes, how's that ankle look? He's
1: or going he, over the film and then he, when he turns it on, it's his wife.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, or, ooh, like, look at these pretty feet. Or just any time he mentions footwork in a practice, anytime he mentions football, <laughs> how is he not getting
0: red?
3: He's... Or someone's like, oh, today we got to put our best foot forward. <laughs> yeah, all the exactly. guys are in the back, like, Pool. I mean, there's
0: a
2: million yeah. Rex
3: Ryan foot jokes, multiplied with
2: being with football, multiplied. You're in a in a sport where guys just want to bust on each other the entire time. Yeah. My God, this guy will not hear the end of it.
3: Plus, plus it's so weird. I mean, what does he do with the feet? I mean, I'm just not. <laughs> am I can? Am I wrong? Am I confused here? Or Like, what is he doing with the person? He smells the, yeah, the it's pretty really feet. Yeah, I
1: I mean... She's fully clothed and, in these videos, in the foot ones anyway, that I saw. And I, I saw the one that we were hearing. She's just, like, fully clothed, but her feet are hanging out the window like
2: it's... Like, and, oh, you know what, everyone wants... It's easy to look at the negative side and, and goof on him. And, and, yeah, hey, I'm doing it myself. And it, it is, it's very hilarious. But part of me... <laughs> Logan, part of me... If I'm wrong, let me know. But part... Aren't you guys secretly jealous of a guy that... Oh, foot fetish, that's, like, the easiest thing to get around. Oh, hey, what are you doing at work? Oh, I'm just looking at a JCPenney catalog with with women's sandals in it. Right. I mean, this seems to be like the easiest fetish to satisfy. You just hang out at the beach and walk around and look at people's uh, toes are everywhere. People's feet are everywhere. I mean, women's feet, it's that hard to find. And even if you had a yeah just look at a shoe catalog all day like it would be such an easy fetish to satisfy oh, oh man. man
1: today so at work good. i was looking at this rihanna music video over and over <laughs> <laughs> see now look at that was so like nice. my way of look getting away with porn at work <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: it's a rihanna music video it's normal but uh, i mean it, but it's so it, the, the foot fetish it would be so much more subtle no one would ever yeah. ask you of oh hey are you doing something crazy nah man just You know, I'm thinking about buying my pair, uh, you know, buying a pair of shoes for my old lady. Get off my back.
3: What makes it even more weird is isn't Rex Ryan like 4,000 pounds? (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. He's humongous, which means the woman obviously has like a fat guy. Rex Ryan really is. you, You want to talk about Nation of Wussies? I don't know what word I would use to describe guys who eat through their own stomach surgery, but I feel like <laughs> that is something that's really kind of crossing the line as society's crumbling. The idea that you're going to have invasive surgery to cut you open, to stick a band around your fat gut because you can't physically stop yourself from eating—you so have no idea that this is a mental problem and not and not a physical issue.
3: Yeah, I mean, you just look at pictures of him before and afterwards, and it just looks—it looks terrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, he lost some weight, but just the idea that you have to lose that weight by stapling up your stomach. Yeah, it's. Weird. I don't know. It's creepy. Call, call me old-fashioned, guys. Call me old-fashioned. You're well, old-fashioned. Some guys, <laughs> some guys, Logan. You know, they get turned on by feet like Rex Ryan here. But I think it's
0: pretty. Yeah, I,
2: pretty obvious that most women have a full head of hair fetish i mean correct me if i'm wrong losing your hair not it's not cool no one enjoys that zach's got his backwards hat on now no one no one embraces no one no one wants to be bald just because hey chicks uh, you know they're probably more attracted to a full head of hair or not but you know that's why there's we have rare
1: exceptions like jason statham but that's about it
2: <laughs> right see logan's logan's into, still into guys like jason statham so yeah there's- <laughs> so, so it, those are the guys i'm into Yeah, sure. There's exceptions. Uh, Burt Reynolds, although he wears a uh, wig and people don't realize he's bald. What about Nick Cage? (laughs) Yeah, Nick Cage. Nick Cage's brother, Christopher Coppola, still super hot and uh, super (laughs) eligible. So obviously hair is a huge turn on for for women. And uh, guys are constantly looking for a miracle way to get back their hair. And my buddy Matt Sullivan posted this. I I don't know with commercials anymore, whether they're real or they're just trying to do parodies of of commercials. But this is uh, this is pretty hilarious. And um, I think it's a uh, it's a new hair commercial where a guy, he decides to cover up that bald spot with, uh, you guessed it, a yarmulke. Logan, can you play hair cube? (laughs) Let's do it. Lloyd? Cindy. I didn't know you were Jewish. Oh, yeah. I recently converted. (laughs) If you have thinning or balding hair, chances
3: are you've tried
2: every He
1: takes off his his yarmulke to reveal his bald bald
2: spot. A
3: new simple solution that attaches organic fibers to your existing hair. Giving you a fuller, natural look in just 30 seconds.
0: Lloyd?
2: Cindy, nice to see you again.
0: So what religion are you this week? I converted to hair cubes. (laughs) 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 That That was such a great...
2: Bravo oh, I never came up with that ad. I converted to hair cubes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, I think I saw it on Adult Swim, and I thought it was one of those Adult Swim sketches. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was a commercial until the end.
2: No, it, it doesn't seem real at all, and seems oddly like, I guess they're not being overtly anti-Jewish, but it is like, oh, hey, what are you, a Jew now? That's crazy. Like, it does, why are they why
1: it ad into it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of treads in, kind of risky water i guess are, are chicks really that attracted to jewish guys though? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> i
0: don't
1: know yeah there's yeah, a lot I mean, of bad ways that could be construed
0: right you there's... don't want
1: to
2: look jewish <laughs> <laughs> wait something's different about you zach are you jewish <laughs> no i swear i'm just covering up my bald spot <laughs> okay <laughs> oh man uh, my favorite um, moment in in all hair commercials is um there's always, there's always one moment the before guy when he comes into the office, he's got like the the sad basketball hat like pulled over his eyes, he's afraid to make eye contact. And then he takes it off and he gives the receptionist at the hair center like this aw shucks look like, I'm a bad, kid. you know, he's like shaking his head to side to side. Like, oh man, it, it, like, almost if he's, it, you know, coming in from the battlefield with like awful news of like, oh man, you don't you don't want to know what's going out there, I'm losing my hair. You're grown man. Get over yourself. I'm just gonna eventually shave my head bald. Man. Right. Exactly. Sure. We're not gonna look like uh, Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan, but yeah, you know, we'll be all right, Lo- right, Logan?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna get the Hitler mustache, but I'm gonna. I'll probably shave my head.
2: <laughs> right. We're not gonna go that far in uh, having, you know, having to draw people away from our bald head. I imagine that would get a. <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously. He's in a Haynes commercial, he's really insecure about his baldness. He said, I'll go with the Hitler mustache. That way people won't notice. By the
1: way, in that Haynes commercial, the guy it's like a guy sitting next to him on a plane and he's like, Look at that guy. That idiot. His uh his collar's all wrinkly. <laughs> Meanwhile, Michael Jordan is right in his face with a Hitler mustache.
0: <laughs>
3: looks way worse. Hey man, he Haynes looks down on that man. They don't they don't like wrinkled uh collar. <laughs> They are cool Logan with has someone been uh, trying to call in. Uh,
1: no.
2: Oh okay. All right. Well, I've, Is someone uh, supposed so- to? No, no, no. I, I got a text from my buddy. She said he was trying to call in. Um, but whatever.
1: Um, if someone does call in, do I just click them? I mean, I don't see uh,
2: No, what you, what you can do is um, on on my call, you can hit uh, you can right click and hit add to conference, but Okay. That's neither here nor for it. Well, like I, like I said, I'm here on the East Coast and I've been uh, doing some doing some winter traveling here and there holiday traveling especially is always uh, pretty difficult. All right. Do I click answer first? <laughs> no, right. no, you there's like a there's a uh, thing right next to the answer that you right click that and you drop down and said add to conference. Oh, this
1: bro didn't come in here.
2: <laughs> oh, this is almost oh, probably it's probably gonna be more entertaining than the call. Well, this, try to the This call.
1: mouse, I think it's out of battery, and I can't, I can't oh. really get it to click. Oh, here we go. Jeez. <laughs> it like decides to work.
2: How's everything? Are you holding down the headquarters over there, Logan? <laughs> Logan, you're there? Yeah.
1: Sorry, <laughs> I think I missed the call. All Damn right.
2: It. All right. Well, do yes. neither here nor there. What I, we we're talking about. You know, I was trying to get into winter travel here. Um, I came across this uh, video on YouTube, and it was simply labeled as the most obnoxious kid in the world. And I think the audio speaks for itself. So, Logan, you have an obnoxious kid cued up, uh, up. Sorry. Uh, let that one roll.
1: Sure. Uh, well, well, well no, no, let's, let me click on this first. Sorry, uh, Ronan's in here. We've got to change the batteries in the mouse.
3: Uh, the oh, okay. You should have went with the Energizer. Body uh, you know manual.
1: what? Let's talk for a second because uh, we got to change sure, the batteries
2: Logan. in the mess. Logan, while we're changing the batteries, though, what do you got going on for New Year's?
1: Uh, I think we're going to get a limo or a party bus. With uh, i got Nick and uh, Adam are going. I don't know who else is in. Probably Cornell, I would guess.
2: <laughs> All right. So a couple buddies going out in a uh, party bus. Zach and I were yeah. just recently talking about the uh, ultimate time we were in a party bus. That was for Zach's bachelor party. And uh, it is weird. First off, they sell you on the idea of like, oh, hey, there's a bathroom in the party bus. What you don't factor in is that you're gonna be really drunk and you're gonna be bouncing around going in back roads. And uh, you know, the, the bathroom becomes more of a uh, liability than a uh, than a real accessory at the end.
3: Yeah, you gotta watch out. You should just get the actual uh, school bus, not the <laughs> party bus. Get the school bus because they don't give a shit whether you.
1: Right. Don't have any you, know, uh, crazy- you know I'm about to go we got a phone call but uh I actually in high school for prom uh my friend was in charge of getting the party bus and when it came it was literally like a bus with seats in it <laughs> it was like a school bus <laughs> like there was no like stripper poles we couldn't like all gather around and talk to each other <laughs> we all had to sit forward and caller you're on the green right, room.
2: caller you're in the air
0: yo yeah, Joe
2: Alright. How's it going? We got Joe, uh, we got, uh, Joe here in the studio. Joe, you were uh you're actually at the Eagles tailgate. Describe the uh describe the I table was. Table back home.
4: Um it was pretty good. Some uh beer pal playing was good. With the uh strange people, uh the fire is nice. Um yeah. I'm famous. I thought I called to talk about, really.
2: Okay. Well, how are you famous? Um
4: uh, well it's it's you people out there are watching a game, and I'm sure everyone watched because it. it was the only game on Tuesday night. You may have seen people snow tubing down the Art Museum steps. Um, I was one of those three people that was on national TV.
2: So you're here to promote the idea that you were sledding, and that was aired on Tuesday night football.
4: Yeah, I, I'm basically yeah, I'm basically famous. I mean, I made it bigger. Already. Uh, see, since I moved to Philly for a month, um, they signed Cliff Lee again probably because he knew I moved to the city. I can only assume, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going sort to of one one together. Next thing I know, I'm on national TV during a football game. Now, I don't play, so they obviously can't get me in on the field. <laughs> so what's the next best thing? They get me sledding, right?
3: <laughs> uh, Looking
4: like I mean, I mean, dude, come on. I mean, I haven't only really been here for not even 30 days yet.
3: <laughs> what kind of sled was it, though? Was it one of those tube sleds, or was it... Yeah, that?
4: it was a tube sled. Uh, yeah. Thompson's fiance also made it on. So, you know, she's probably gonna famous too. So um, right. she might have to leave now how, him now. How, yeah, your life, know, how
1: has your life changed <laughs> since your big break? What's up? How has your life changed since your big break?
4: <laughs> well, a funny thing. Um after leaving the you know, we went to McFadden's to watch the games. we didn't go in. Um after leaving I thought it was a good idea, um, to throw snowballs at all the cars in traffic. and um apparently security and police weren't too thrilled with it but being a big celebrity you know i didn't get in trouble they let me off okay nice
2: joe for all the listeners at home what do you do for a living
4: um
1: (laughs) well now he just sleds
2: (laughs) don't don't worry about it no no just just give us an occupation you don't have to uh, um shady uh, uh what i teach yeah, so this is a science teacher. <laughs> Tuesday night, getting drunk, sledding, and then whipping the snowballs at passing cars. I well, you have to it. remember
4: though, the two, like this whole week's a, like, a, a long weekend. I have off all week.
2: <laughs> okay, so, uh, that would be so, so great if someone's uh, you know, like one of your students' parents were driving by, like, <laughs> hey, isn't that guy who teaches chemistry? Oh god!
0: <laughs> <okay.">
4: damn, bam. <laughs> Well, I, I did make sure that they were soft snowballs, though. I made sure they didn't have any chunks of ice ink because I didn't want to do real damage. I made sure they were fluff.
2: Well, Joe, now oh, you're okay. a science teacher. Maybe you can make this into some interesting word problem. <laughs> I chucked it
4: <laughs> If a snowball is <laughs> <laughs> snow coming at your windshield that weighs 150 grams, coming at 5 meters per second, will it shatter your windshield if you're a Cowboy fan? <laughs>
2: All right. Well, Joe, uh, thanks for calling in. we <laughs> gotta, we got to wrap things up. God bless all right. you. With, uh, That's nice show. All right. Thanks no, for calling in, no, no. man. Take it easy. Thanks for calling. All right, Logan. Uh, man, time has flown by here. You want to uh, get to wrapping things up here with a, one of your patented haikus? Oh, wait, real quick. Uh, one of my Christmas gifts was um, these box of blocks that all have different words, and you piece them together to form different haikus. And my mom got it for me, and she's like, "Oh, Logan will love this. You guys can put it in this garage. We can make haikus in his spare time."
0: Okay. So Logan, Logan, look
2: forward to jenga-like blocks uh, with uh, Japanese or no, with the English words to fill, form some new haikus for you. So uh, yeah, wrap things up here with a haiku. I will. Uh, what was this
1: obnoxious kid clip though? It's pretty tantalizing.
2: Uh, okay, yeah, sorry. Good, nice producing, Logan. We <laughs> we won't, we blew right by that. So, yeah, this is real, real quick, just basically a kid being obnoxious at an uh, airport.
3: Thousands of passengers across the East Coast, of
2: course, had to alter their plans, and we spoke to one kid who was trying to cope with the delay.
0: I'm just sitting there on my iPod. It's just so frustrating. I want to be in Florida getting a tan on my back. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, and, that was great. I'm glad that's our closer. And that's when
2: you know your kid's gay. <laughs> He's eight years old, bitching and moaning that he hasn't gotten his tan yet. You're eight years old, kid. He's got to get position. A- <laughs> you <laughs> should be worried about Little League and only Little League. All right, Logan. Perfect way to go out.
1: All right, uh, let's-, let's wrap it up with a haiku. Let's do it. Rex Ryan, Foot Jobs. I converted to hair cubed, fake pissing penis. And that's it. <laughs>
2: all right. Nice, uh, nice haiku, Logan. Way to uh, wrap things up in 2010. I just want to thank everyone for uh, tuning into the show, everyone who downloads the show, everyone who uh, you know really helps and gets out the word for the show. We have a big year in 2011. I'm going all in. We have a, a lot of big uh, celebrity guests. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned. You're going to log on to SeanTGreen.com. Get all the information you need there. And uh, for people in the Philadelphia area, I'm going to be headlining a stand-up comedy show there, March 12th. So uh, stay tuned to shotgreen.com. I'll have the link up there shortly to buy tickets. And I want to thank my man Zach for a guest hosting here at Finisher's Pub. Zach, thanks for being on. Yeah,
3: thanks for having me, man.
2: All right, uh, Logan, would you cue the music? And uh, that's about it. We do it live every Thursday night, 8 o'clock West Coast time, 11 o'clock East on latalkradio.com. This has been The Green
1: you for listening to the green room be sure to check out sean t Green.com and click the itunes link to subscribe today also check me out at documentary label.com